Hello and welcome to the Lark News Podcast. Uh, this is a very, uh, this is actually a special one for us this because a... we haven't done this in a very long time. We've not been in the same room and we've not had LARP experiences to talk about. Yeah, we things... just, we're face to face now for the first time sitting down recording in, in such a long time. Yes. I think the last one was Empire Day, yes. which was the spring of 2020. So it, it's an hour... It, it's it's great to be back like just doing this getting so excited about it i mean just give me a hug buddy yeah, yeah, it's just so in. good it's so good it is. it is so good to be back and having like actual stuff that we can talk about and get Man. and just sharing the so, same space so this is going to be our loose idea for this is yeah. that we've been to a couple of player events yes uh which kind of like happened because e4 or e1 didn't, didn't happen. happen and that kind of rolled on and, and so we 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 luckily were able to go to like it was an absolute privilege going to a couple of player events and we're yeah. going to kind of loosely hang what we yeah. did as a kind of narrative for what we're doing here yeah but, but warning we are going to go on tangents yes i'm going to be drinking some alcohol it's going to take an awful long time to talk about so i would basically expect this to start off excited then eventually just turn into incoherent ramblings about LARP and yes. life and yes. all of that stuff. All of it. So, yeah. So, basically on you for what happens next. Um, really? Right? I think that's fair? Yeah. I mean, so, first off, the first thing that really pops into mind, especially when talking about player events, is that we had a event that we were going to go to literally before all of this kicked off. It was going to be an event uh, run by... Uh, our friend Lanius, uh, played by Callum from the Crystal Skies in Urizen, they were going to be running an event in a castle, in Newcastle, and it sounded really fucking cool. And you and me were going to go and... larping in a castle, yeah. with your good friends. Sounds like a real good. It weekend, sounded like right? a really good time, and it literally then it then it all started, right? Everything begun, and that obviously got cancelled. I remember it being. It was at that point in the year where it was like, "Is it going to be cancelled?" And there yeah. were question marks. And then it got it, to a point where I was like. Am I going to go? Like, mm. there was that turning point. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And, then and I canceled. think everybody felt that, and the right move was made, obviously, to cancel it at that time. Yeah. But it was a real shame, right? But then it was one of those things we thought, oh, well, there'll be something later on. And then you started to think, maybe it'll be at this time, maybe it'll be in September. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, things have rolled on where, you know, obviously, for very, very sensible reasons, haven't obviously yeah, happened. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll, I mean, we're going to bitch and moan about it. Completely understand, actually agree yes. with all the decisions. Yes. Um, even the events that we went to, we yes. had to be like pretty militant about people doing flow tests before they went. Yeah. And all that sort of stuff. Everybody so. as well was really good about that because we put out, I mean, uh, we'll get to, I mean, the, the first event uh, was like 35 people and the mm-hmm. second event though was like 129 people. And to get like that many people to all participate in taking tests and being responsible it is but everybody was everybody was fantastic it's, you know what i'm so <clears> proud we shouldn't mention it anymore no in that's the podcast. Put... that's it we're done we're not going to mention the dreaded thing that's affecting all of our lives for one minute more no. than this fuck that we're going to continue on with some positive vibes with love well also and then talk about positive things just the way the community came, came together in so many different ways like from i'm thinking like the larp raffles that were run which were incredibly supportive and and what a great initiative like i did online larps as well yeah um, which were really fun um we've played a lot of D in the last two years yeah i Ian, i don't know about you but i have feel like i want to rp so bad yeah. now i feel like i've been yeah. i may not have been in the gym working out 
I've in fact I've gained weight, right? But yeah. what I've actually been doing is I've been pressing those RP like muscles, muscles. Yeah, 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 up and down reps on the old once RP once a week. You know, <laughs> like yeah, repping it up, like getting like characters going, accents, yeah, yeah, yeah. backstories. The Dave man is getting big. Yeah. He's getting huge. Yeah, look at the muscles. Look at his RP muscles. Yeah, um, no, that, like all of that, right? And the aspiration to do that as well. Yeah, is, like another aspect to it, like wanting to push the pedal on a few it's, things. It's been, it's been. In fact, it's been wonderful. Hasn't it has it? been wonderful. It I mean, wonderful. very fortunate with the D and D campaign we have and the players that we have as well. That's a huge, mm-hmm. a huge benefit. But oh, another we've, thing that we've popped... also been working on a secret project, yes. which is uh, going to be released at some point. I don't know, probably over the long dark. But um, we'll we'll keep you posted about that. But um, yeah, please help us support it because it's always weird starting. Yeah, a new project, and right? it's gonna be, it's quite experimental for for us. Um, <laughs> And yeah, I think yeah, it's gonna be good fun. Hopefully, so yeah, do, yeah. do uh, keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for uh, that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll try and plug the hell out of it. <laughs> um, but no, one of the major positives that I think came from it as well was the fact that we were all still able to, in, in a way, attend songs and stories. Uh, and the virtual songs and stories, I thought, was such a good thing, mate. Such a good thing. Oh, oh my god! Uh, sorry, so yeah. a whole bunch of memories just came flooding. I know, back. That's why I brought it up. Cause, um, yeah, where do you want to start? So basically, a few people online have been like a few key Navaris, you know, mm. a couple of friends of ours. I don't want to go through everyone because I'm going to miss people yeah. off. But a lot of like people that we know and a yeah. lot of other people we don't know, but like Navari, Navari the hell out of it, basically. And bear in mind, like over those events, oh, I don't want to bring it up, but it was quite emotional, yeah. wasn't it? Super like, emotional. So, but then to see the absolute heavyweights, like I was involved in a couple of them. Yeah. And just to see the running order and see the absolute, like, Empire's greatest hits, like the absolute Everyone turned champs up, right? coming out yeah, just to be yeah. like, ah, oh, Captain Prospero in the mix, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just, just really, awesome like, storytellers, Rusty Compass. singers, Rusty Compass laying down the heat. I mean, God damn. I mean, and, and like, Sam and. Uh, Edwin, Mate, just this all is, this of, is yeah. why you yeah. shouldn't start. We shouldn't list. list, we shouldn't list. because you end up missing people. I miss people and off. And yeah. that, but the wealth of talent is one. But thing what we, can we say. should do Ian, is talk about ourselves, which is the important <laughs> thing. These super indulgent. So, I did uh, one. I did recorded. Yes. And one I did live. Yes. And man, it's nerve wracking. You did a storytelling, didn't you? Yeah, stories. Yeah. yeah. So I've been like developing a couple of different bits. One, mm. one story that I made for the Empire Day, mm. um, and that was like I'm developing that. Yeah. Um, so that's still, but that's definitely my kind of like signature. I think. Yeah, I think that's your piece, right? Yeah. That's, and uh, that's oh, oh, where gonna... you are now, that's your piece. I think you'll you also you'll yeah. come up with more, and I think you'll do better um, as well as you go. And I did another one about um, how I got my ship. Yeah, that was um, a good one. I enjoyed that. Actually. Yeah, that one needs a lot of work though, but I like the idea of it. It's, it's got the right ideas. You know how you have. So when you do a story, there's often that part in the story, especially in an um, oral telling right a performance story uh, uh, that you're delivering of a story i think that's one thing that you kind of notice a pattern of this idea of like a, a semi repetition of things it has that almost like that sort of um free little pig style reiteration yes. of the point that is broken into the story so you have that idea of <clears throat> uh, the moral will come in it, it, it you kind of know what the moral is after the first event and then it's kind of laid in you, like you know what the punchline is it almost builds up to it you know what i felt like i feel like the way i tell stories is there needs to be a lot of... I, I like audience interaction, okay? Mm. Not everybody likes this, and I would generally have as a rule, like, not to do this. Yeah. But, like, I'm definitely going to ask questions and prompt the crowd, which was mm. what made Songs and Stories 
virtually yeah. so difficult. Yes. Because you have no feedback yeah. off any faces or any sounds from the crowd. So you're literally just there for like, yeah. oh, yeah. And I went over my time so badly. Like, I think I had five minutes and I spoke yeah. for 11. It was like, oh, yeah, but you'll hone it down. I mean, it's like it. it, it the thing is, uh, taking a story, by the way, so bold. Uh, I think it's. Um, I would. I would love to be able to sing. I would love to be able to sing. Can we? Can we talk about your stuff now, Ian? Because yeah, well, yeah. So I, I, I've written a few <laughs> songs. Uh, I've got like a duet that's kind of written, which I'm pretty. It was actually the first thing I ever wrote, yeah. uh, and I, I'm pretty pleased with that actually. Um, so that's uh, it, it's loosely about this kind of physic and oh, no, but we haven't had a chance to perform it yet yeah so we shouldn't so talk you shouldn't it. even talk we about, about it, talk about it. Yeah. but I had that and I've had a couple of other songs that I've been working on as well uh, but one song I wrote was a uh, a song uh, about the different constellations in the empire and would you uh, go about as a lullaby yeah a so that, the idea like... behind it is it's the lullaby if you like that Talus's mother sang to him uh, when they so that's like his sort of memory of her mm. and the idea of like passing that on because it's it's like a it's an Urizeni thing and the idea of like returning that to the people like that this is something that was like a, a lullaby from Dude, the I time before it. the fall kind of thing it's so cool and you go through like the constellations right? yes the idea is like going through the different constellations <laughs> and um and kind of try and tie them into a kind of a narrative in a sense like a loose kind of moral narrative uh, with the idea being that like that that the ending is like a, an idea lives forever but um i can't even remember it i've I've, I've, I've choked but like the idea is that like um yeah just that you carry this idea of, t- of taking a stand on an ideal right and following it through yeah uh, i think that the important thing is here that you went like you went down a rabbit hole on this. Yeah. It's very personal to you. Yeah. It's really sweet. Um, it's like, it's, it's these bo- blossoming parts of your personality that I didn't even know were yeah. there. And when you did the performance, Ian, okay? So I stumbled quite a bit, actually, in let the me, performance. Let me tell the story. Yeah. Let me tell the story. Yeah. I'm, like, so nervous for you because I know how much it means to you and I know how, like, nervous you are. Mm. And I'm just, like... Through the internet, I'm just willing you. Oh, Ian, Ian, I hope it goes well, buddy. Like, I really, I'm like there, like on tenterhooks with it. Yeah. And I was speaking to our friend Merlin at the same time, and I was just like chatting to her, and I was saying how worried I was. And then you started, and it was so good. And then, and then you, you were like, it's going well. And then you stumbled on it because you were like, oh no, it's actually going well. And then you stumbled. And then you were like, oh no, I fucked up. And then it was like. Then you kind of like, you rallied, but man, it was like really fucking emotional. Like it's making yeah. me emotional talking yeah. about it. To watch your best friend get up there, perform this something like so close to his heart. And it was just like, I, I knew you were there, just your brain eating itself in worry and concern. But fuck man, it was you know, so good. You know, like the most joyous part about it was like the idea that when I performed it and when I stumbled on it, I knew that I would perform it again and I would do it better. Mm-hmm. And I knew that immediately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, and the, the idea that actually, like, that level of, like, desire to improve mm-hmm. is actually in me. And discovering that was, like, a really valuable but thing. That's, like, a profound thing. That's LARP, baby. Thing. That's LARP, right? Like, yeah, it's it so really, good. it really, it, it challenged me in all the right ways I needed as a human being. Uh, and but, I, but do you know what? It, it's it's but, been great. But what was weird as, as, a, as a viewer, 
it's that like it was that vulnerability and you putting yourself out there that made it so special yeah. that's what made it one of the best performances it wasn't because you, it was the singing or anything else it was because of like how you approached it and like the genuine feels like people were in, were in chat and you could see the feels popping off i was in tears people were super supportive like actually so like good. uh like because bear in mind there were some insanely talented people at songs and stories and uh and because I, I actually followed on so from i think the performance before me was a storyteller who was actually i think it was like his first time telling this story mm. Uh, and he did an incredible job. It was it was a really good. It had all of those beats. The in it, lineup right? is so strong. Yes, there's no like, oh man, I hope I get to go after them. You know what I mean? There's yeah. always like, what I got to follow Rusty Compass? Are you fucking I know. joking? It's, it's fucking like saying yeah, like um, no one wants to follow Rusty Compass, right? Yeah. Like my god, but maybe you fucking do. You know what I mean? I think like the community make it such a welcoming atmosphere. Yeah, that like. Of course you're scared, right? Of course you're nervous and the adrenaline's up. But the the destruction of self that can occur through failure is so <laughs> lessened. Like, that's real, man. No, but it's so lessened by the community and oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Just the the level of support. Like all the, the way thing through I would worry about would be like say if an individual wasn't part of the community and they came on and they did a performance, right? And they might mm. feel like isolated. Like that moment afterwards, you're like horrified at your own performance, right? Sometimes mm. it takes a little bit of honest feedback from people around you, and then sometimes a wall of positive feedback to actually make you feel like there was good stuff to your I performance. I actually right? really think, and I think it showed and, and bore out during virtual stories, was how there were a number of people who are new players, literally haven't been to an event and performed and mm -hmm. got amazing support and performed incredibly, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think there's always that, parachute there of the community being awesome and super supportive and and that's how the whole vibe of songs and stories is yeah. so it's a, such a valuable space to have Songs and stories is like a microcosm of what larp is for me where it's like it's about giving it a go yeah and in a safe environment where you're just removed from yourself to yeah. be able to really go for parts of yourself that you don't really explore in the real yeah, world dude, right totally. like, i think that's that's um that, that, that's profoundly true come to songs and stories and join navarre they're the best nation <laughs> uh right uh, right yes let's move crack, on let's on. keep this fucking train moving in okay but, so uh, i guess another big thing that occurred was obviously with the long dark occurring there's only so many things you could do so we decided to do some crafting and mm -hmm. i got pretty hard out into crafting yeah over yeah, yeah. all of this like i've 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 got to the stage where like i i legitimately think i can look at a thing and say yeah i can make that uh and that i'm gonna bodge it up and make mistakes and learn from mistakes along the way but i feel confident enough now where i can be like Oh, I want to make this thing for myself, and it's a long challenge, but I can do it. Mm -hmm. And ha and it's making me think about what I want to do with that. Now it I've does got seem that. to be. I've met a lot of crafters recently, and people have been doing some incredible work over yeah. the long dark. Yeah. Um, you come came up with a design for Lamlar armor. Yeah. Which, with the rules change, is almost clairvoyant in how you predicted what it potentially might mean, right? Yeah. So, so it was a like it's. I won't bore everyone with details but if you go onto the uh, website you better actually find probably some links to the streams that we did is that on, on this. facebook it's on facebook but there's yeah, also the, on facebook yeah and the youtube thing but we did a couple of videos basically a couple of streams basically uh of us crafting together some some i did just myself and and then some later ones i did with you uh and where merlin. i was teaching you this uh, yeah and, and merlin i was teaching you this technique right 
and talking about it. And there's some quite good fun videos. But yeah, so I got into doing that and the fact that it, I think it was good for you, right, to to have a go at it and you've still got it as something that you, you're quite close to finishing. Oh my now. God, it's so close to finishing right now. It just needs, I think basically what it, instead of what we could be doing right now instead mm. of recording, we could be strapping that bad boy up yeah. and finishing it. Yeah. But we're not going to do that. We're going to record no, instead. No, I think um, I think you're basically a weekend away from finishing it. Yeah, I reckon I reckon if we just hung out for an evening yeah. and just put on a few Fast and Furious movies, we could probably get through it, right? Yeah, I think so. I think it's 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 literally like a, a, a leisurely weekend of finishing it. Yeah. That's where you are. Yeah. But no, so um but I, I think that was really good for you, right? It felt like something that you, you were kind of it's a challenge, right? To take it I on. wish I'd finished it basically. Um, yeah. and I hadn't finished it before the first event that we got to. Yeah. Uh, just because I didn't really understand the finishing work and how yes. much actual work yeah. it would be. Yeah. I was all about making plates basically and then was just yeah. like, Aha, now I can just magic this into armor, right? And it's like yeah. not quite so, that. Just really quickly so people know, a uh, laminar armor is basically a, a series of plates that follow a uh, a tessellating pattern in a, in a certain direction. Uh, and they're basically layered up to make a form of armor. And I've come up with a way of using sort of uh, foam backing and leather fronting to make like these thick leather plates yes. that are very cheap. Uh, and they're and, light and uh, yeah. they're just excellent and if they did that we, we we haven't really managed to stress test them yet for obvious reasons yeah. but they seem to hold up incredibly well i i have actually i stress tested yeah. my monstering kit which is made using it and it worked very well and i think if it isn't right then you can probably swap them out fairly easily that's the other good thing like lamla the, the the basic gist of it and and to really because not to sort of crack on it for too long but the, the basic gist is that uh it's not difficult to make it's very time consuming right that's the challenge right you've got to you're literally going to be there cracking out like 500 600 plates and you've got to but that takes time and effort it can break a man I can so just you. just it's it's a real job and that that's just the beginning of the job right okay. that's the hard part but even after that then then there's the thinky part where you've got to think about how you're going to actually do the sides and the and and the rest of it so it's a challenge to make right it's it's an endurance challenge to make a set of it but you can do it extremely cheap by my reckoning yes and it's it's not taxing in a way where you you can't do it right and you've not you've not just made one set of armor and you've also made monstering armor yeah so i've actually at this stage i was going through it so i made my very first suit of armor for the very first event i went to which is that whole thing was that plate of jacks kind of style thing yeah then i made obviously my steel lamblar armor yeah uh, and now I've made an armor, uh, a suit of armor for my monstering character using yeah. this technique. Which it, and then I've made a suit now for Talis as well. And that's even fancier. And I made your armor as yes. well. So I've made, uh, like in total, I've made five different pieces of armor now. I and mean, yours was a, a crazy thing. I've literally put that together in a, like literally a few days. Uh, so that, that was a real kind of cool challenge. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of got me to the stage where I can I can kind of like do things and obviously long dark afforded in a hell of a lot of time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's been really good. And I think so. There's two things that combine into this. I guess like the first one to touch on, which it was kind of interesting, was the change the armor rules mm. uh, and how that affects the game. New and armor rules, way things to summarize. I think I'm right in saying the way it looks is what it is yes whereas the other rules used to be uh, it had there was to be a separation between steel. materials right yeah. so yeah. the um, poly plate for example counts as medium rather than heavy exactly. but now if it looks like heavy it is heavy it's heavy it, it's like yeah I, I know it was it's one of those things where there's never a good time to deliver a rule change like that and i'm very sympathetic to that point 
Uh, and as someone who is both an archer and someone who wears uh, heavy armor that they made themselves and was like the most insane project they've taken on mm-hmm. and most challenging project they've taken on and then to have that kind of changed in a way but I'm completely in support of the change yeah I actually am as well I think it's like like obviously I cry in mage armor because yeah. I've just become <laughs> one of the best targets also like archers yeah. are really upset so that's a good thing right yeah I like, think like, those people. <laughs> I think actually everyone's taken it really well I think like Obviously, if you've just gone out, and I think there were a couple of people who obviously inevitably fall into a category like this, where you've literally just gone, you've bought paid money for a suit of heavy armor, right? And it's not cheap. Like, and all of a sudden, the rules have changed for the game that you're planning to wear it for. It, it you know, it sucks, right? But mm-hmm. like, it, it's it's one of those things where, as I said, there's never going to be a good time for it. And I think it's for the betterment of the game. Uh, yeah, it's going to make people. It's going to make accessibility better. All Basically, of that. I think it's like. <clears throat> archery is going to be a lot more of a harder job now yeah and it um, should be yeah agreed um, it should be agreed um, that's how I feel about it and and like I'm not even that that good right but like there's it, it makes the game funner for me I will be curious and this is just me shooting the shit at this stage mm. about how much longer battles will last for with the addition of heavy armour and people not being able to be impaled yeah it's interesting I think People will make predictions and they'll be surprised by the number of them that are proven wrong. I, I, uh, it's, I, 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 as everything, I always just find the such that because of the large populace mm. at uh, Anvil, you're yeah. like, God, I wonder what these these effects will have. It's actually a profound effect. And it, even the interesting it's, thing. With it's it, a profound decision, Ian. <laughs> oh, my God. There's literally a, there's a there's a meme part. I wanted to like I'm not even. Oh, that brings up cringy memories of me. Uh, at event one but anyway um <laughs> oh gosh that's a, oh my word you literally brought back like a kind of a hazy memory There's nothing wrong with saying the title of a thing i, I yeah, in, in a laugh yeah like yeah. I, I did that yeah oh, it's, it's such it's a so shocking good. moment but um what was i saying rule changes rule changes yeah so yeah it, it's just better yeah, I think it's going to be better. It's just better. We'll see. And yeah, so anyway, so the the result of that was obviously to sort of think about making a set of armor for Talus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I made some monstering armor anyway. Uh, that was before this, and then I made a suit for Talus. And one thing that I think has been uh, a kind of running gag with Talus, I suppose, as a character, has been this idea of being a bit of a fancy pants. Well, we've we've. We've told you that on numerous occasions. Yes, right? But the interesting thing was, like, bear in mind, this started when, like, I was by no means a fancy pants, really. Like, in terms of if you compared my kit to, like... the, the best, what... I think if you compared your kit to the best people in the game, yes, no, not fancy. But, no, but if you compared to the rest of the Ashbourne... Yes, that's what I mean. Relative to the Ashbourne, he fancy. was a fancy pants, right? But um... the interesting thing was, like, I quite liked that as, like, a character trait... And because I had this whole kind of dual heritage thing, it let me kind of explore it in a interesting way. So I had this kind of idea of leaning pretty hard into the idea. I think it's fair, and, to, say, it's fair think, to say think, that I've yeah. leaned pretty hard into it. I right? think it's fair to say you did do that because you are... I would say then this isn't... I think this is a fair statement. You might be in the run... You're easily within the runnings to be the fanciest looking Navarre. Yeah. Like I think that's I think that's a fair assessment to make at this stage. You have gone you are 
like from head to toe, you are <laughs> greens and golds and silks and sashes and 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 and, and gilded gilded gold leaves on everything yes. where there can be you're like a you're like a russian you know like that dude i have like a it's i have like very a, flamboyant i have a crazy headband with like these kind of gold and green leaves that go past it yeah you're not getting lost at night right it's, like it's yeah if you went missing like people would be able to find you like because of the the gold glittering off you type thing actually you're not that it's not like gold it's actually quite like I think it's, it, I think it's it's not like I didn't not, want to make not it outrageous. Yes, I think it's still on brief. Yes, um, I think that's for the the academics to figure I out. I think I think it, it interestingly walks certain lines, but yes. that's the point of the kit. The kit is because I'm not like a like I'm not like a naturally kind of like a, a provocative kind of exerting kind of character that's maybe going to leap out at you just by my presence i'm not quite there at that level of confidence not, but the costume you, then is a yeah. help, it helps me get there i would say you've always been fairly understated in the way you've dressed which is like it's the same thing with singing it's the same thing with like the way you're dressing now like these are all like what i would say like you can draw directly from larp mm. and how they've kind of affected you to kind of explore different parts of your personality and you're doing that in in spades basically and it's I, it's it's great to watch I, great i'd love that as a space actually to really kind of yeah just get into that whole aspect because like i have no desire to like dress like that in real life but well you say no that i now. say that i really i just enjoy you'd be like, dressed like rick james in two years. <laughs> you know what i mean like absolutely outrageous <laughs> that'd be amazing um no but like yeah see that you're interested you no, like the idea get perm you'll absolutely love it <laughs> No, so um, I, I, yeah, I did a bunch of stuff. I'll, I'll blast through it because um, it's sort of it's, it sounds yeah, should, at this point it sounds very we should, arrogant. We by should the way. make this very brief, by yeah. the way, because yeah. a lot of these can just be summed up with a photo on Facebook. Yeah, right? so, so I, I did a, a headband. I've done uh, some gloves, which are like green, green gloves with like these golden leaves on them, uh, and then they've got these kind of arm warmer things that kind of tie into that. I did a sash. This was a crazy one. I did that took me ages. Again, this sounds really arrogant, by the way. I apologise if this sounds really arrogant. I guess I'm, I'm, I am actually just legitimately actually quite proud of myself uh, with a lot of it. So, and it, it's one of those things where, like, you know... You, Ian, you're not making this any shorter. No. So, anyway, so, it, yeah, it's this sash with these kind of thistles going up it. Um, and, uh, yeah, one of the other things that I really wanted to get done, and this was uh, having a belt made, which Doug made for me. Uh, and that was the other really cool thing, actually, was... Uh, working with other people who can do things that I can't to a standard that I want. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Doug was one of those people to make me this uh, belt that just looks phenomenal. It really sells the whole... It it ties the whole soft kit together. And then the thing, which is the thing that I've always wanted and is the most ridiculously self-indulgent sort of laugh expense I can consider making, was I wanted a cloak made that is like... Uh, the 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 full kind of talus kind of thing where it's like purple on the inside of like the constellations and beading like green on the outside of like the Ashbourne logo and gold like crazy stuff slashing up the front uh, and Andy from uh, the Orcs Planet and uh, Armchair Armories uh, is is making it and it's just the, I'm so like I went so I went he for a day he hasn't finished it yet though right no no but it's it like it, i've seen pictures of it in progress it looks absolutely amazing andy if you're actually ever listening to this like 
the emotions of seeing something like that coming together and just being involved in in the journey is actually yeah. a privilege like i can't even begin to explain their stuff is so good oh, that i can't imagine what like it, it, it's it's <sighs> so talented like outrageously talented so i went over there just to, to really try and blast through this uh, um because i'm just going to gush the whole way by the way but like uh i went over to see andy basically at uh armchair armories uh mm-hmm. took measurements basically did uh like i went over materials and he showed me this like this design for like the shape of the cloak that was completely different to what I had considered before and immediately blew me away. So it's basically like an Arya Stark style cloak, which has this kind of slit at one side for like the sword draw. So it's more like a jacket than a cloak almost. Okay. It just, it, it looks, it's, it looks so swish that I cannot, it, it's, I'm out. It's just so crazy. So it's like the way that I wear the sash will actually be part of that now. It, it, it look, it, it's, I'm so, so excited for it. Anyway, so but Andy, like it's it looks amazing. I I can't wait. Please take been, as much time as you need because I know you're super busy. And, and I think I, love you. I think this is a really good experiment to see if the new kit curse is real or not. <laughs> because if anyone is calling that thing down, oh, dude, it's yeah. you right now, and it's like, yeah, I'm worried about you. I made like a, this scabbard recently as well for like this sword that I got. Dead man. Yeah. Oh, dead man yeah. walking. But here. anyway, so that's dead been... man walking. Um, yeah, so I really apologise if that sounds like super arrogant and stuff, but it, I hope you just get the vibe. In, yeah, in, it's, I'm, I'm, you are you're, you're forgiven. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I uh, think we are we at the point where we can actually do. Yeah, so we can do like pre-event of like the first player event that we went to, and the interesting thing was that basically uh, Empire was obviously cancelled. And this thing was put together in four weeks mm-hmm. by uh, Tom, uh, Caitlin, and Phil, uh, and just basically and other, it was like, I, there's others as well. The but news, it was a huge when the news came out of there not being an event yeah. at Anvil that yeah. year. It was like the fucking torches being burnt in Gondor, right? Like, yeah. it was like the beacons are lit. Yeah, the beacons are fucking lit, man. And, and like you could just see people being like. Like crews being formed, like ideas of dates, locations, like it was just it was really fun to watch. I and think... these these people are like friends of ours yes. as well. So it's like it was we were, uh, dude. Looking back now, yes, how unbelievably lucky are we to know the people that we know and have the opportunities that we've had to be so close to events is is crazy, dude. So uh, recently, I've been quite into watching some like documentaries on esports teams and like their journey of going from a starting position and sort of how they became there's a really good one on og for dota but like what part of that is like this the whole undercurrent of what i think we're going to talk about is i think a really beautiful and incredible story of a group of people coming together to do a larp together and then do another larp that was even bigger and more grandiose and everything and on both occasions in really short spaces of time. These are people who haven't really worked together before, right? These are people who've literally just come together from the community to make like th- these events that are amazing and we had yeah, a we fantastic should, time. We should just get to it. So it so it's our friends Tom, mm-hmm. Caitlin, yep. 
Phil. Phil, yeah. And you were kind of involved in some I was, uh, yeah, plotty I, stuff. In the first one, I was a lot more involved. And in... also Robert, mm-hmm. um, who makes wonderful swords and is now making wonderful creature stuff, basically. Ridiculously so talented. these are all people that we're really close with. Oh, the company's going to be called Company, the, the, uh, whatever they call themselves, Group, group um, is Eerie Light Events, events right? Yeah. So we're, we're going to, like, so fair warning... We're gonna completely kiss their asses. They absolutely yeah. nailed it. It was it was awesome. So yeah. Uh, yeah, but we do know them, obviously. Um, I had to do a bunch of stuff. I had to do. So a... the event was actually for August, right? Right. Yeah. It was gonna be before uh, the the event. Yeah. And we were gonna have a kind of like the idea was it was gonna be like an Amfari event. Yeah. But it was kind of gonna be a lot of people that we knew. Kind yeah. of like a lot more smaller. I think they were aiming for how many? Fifty was, people? It, no, it's thirty-five people. Went thirty-five, to it. right? Yeah, and uh, so it was, it was small scale. Although actually, when we were there, it felt no. it felt thirty-five is a good number. Thirty-five is an excellent. It's number. a brilliant number for like that size and scale of LARP. And just with like everyone, like was everyone was just chill and yes. cool and down for it. The camp basically broke down into there was essentially the Ashbourne Entwine Paths camp that we kind of had and then there's the um sort of the eerie light camp if you like which was down the other side and then there was this kind of space between the two and it kind of made for this really interesting thing where you could walk and there was a couple of other sort of smaller sort of tents and stuff as well but if you like they were the two main social grouping spots yeah but it made for that really cool thing where it's like you can walk and you've got the distance of the walk and that's actually often a a quite a wonderful thing in LARP is actually walking from uh, some RP or some singing or whatever, like one vista and traveling to the other. You have this sort of reflection time as you walk there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can go and have another set of conversations but, and interactions and with also, this other place. There are also like just people with tents, right? So it yeah. was like there were, you could hang out. I, I, I think it was a really... So so uh, let's just quickly go through your, your kind of prep work for it before yeah, we Yeah, so I, I did actually it. have a fair bit to do. So I decided to become part of doing plot and basically doing props was my two major things. Or, or um, sort of uh, resources. So at, we were making this in a few weeks with the assumption, really, that it probably wasn't going to be sanctioned. We were going to try and have it sanctioned. Loosely told, uh, being sanctioned is basically the things that occur at the event are canon. Uh, yeah. It's at, basically at, sanctioned by profound decisions, yes. right? So yeah. profound decisions, take a look at the event that you're running, check out the storyline, check out how you're going to be doing things. Yeah. We weren't privy to that conversation, yeah. but it's a to and fro, like it's a yeah. negotiation almost, you know. Yeah, and, and they then, can loosely feed into the plot, right? They, they Obviously, they normally get people to they, do fairly small scale no, things. They definitely can. Yeah. Spoilers for later. Yeah. Um, yes. But the... Um, so this one was one of the, the provisions that we were... It, it probably wasn't going to be sanctioned, and I ran up with that right yeah. away. So this made me kind of try a few different things in that space, Then I thought I'll do... Uh, sort of fake resources with this idea that obviously uh, players have resources that they can spend to do things. Healers he- use herbs to heal. Um, the, you know, um, other types of uh, spells can be cast using mana and so on. There's other resource cards and things available in the game. But uh, for an event like that, if especially working on the, the assumption that it wouldn't be sanctioned, you don't really want people just sort of using stuff that had no actual ultimate effect. That was a fear of mine anyway. So I thought I'd make these sort of fake resources that all kind of had quirky side effects and things that were like slightly like dodgy liao basically different yeah. types of mana and yeah, different I types mean, of herbs that all had rp effects basically. and you made them like legit right like so you could have like you tear them open and yeah the effects that they had and all of that jazz right so they, they, they were like basically like 
quite literally mm. knockoff versions of yes, TV products. Right? Exactly right. They, so they had like the idea that you could they designed give, to be right. Yes, they designed were, to be that right. Yeah. And and people kind of knew up front that these were all kind of like slightly dodgy, and and the the, the funnest part of that and we'll get to it later though was like well don't don't say now. yeah no we'll get there we'll get there later. So I did that. Uh, the other thing I did was traumatic wound cards, uh, which I massively have to help. Uh, sorry, thank somebody who uh, has been on the podcast, and that's uh, Eleanor from the hospital episode. Yeah, she. I, I basically got in touch. Was like, I need traumatic wounds help. Right, like I have no experience writing them. Can you possibly She's help awesome. me? Awesome. Like if you haven't, and, if you haven't listened to the hospital episode. Go now. It's Go an now. Amazing. Enjoy it. It's, it's better than this episode, probably. Yeah, she's amazing. And yeah. like the detail that they go into and how they approach that healing game. I can only imagine that the advice was pretty good. Oh, dude. So this is literally what happened. It was like, uh, like, uh, immediate response was just like, I don't have anything on me, but I'll have a look. And then, like, within, within like two hours, I had like a full list of everything I needed. It was, I was. It was a a lifesaver, so thank you so much. Yeah, awesome. um, but yeah, so that that was one that was one thing. The other thing I wanted to do was a visions pack. So if you take things like Goose Whisper and stuff, you can have like visions. So I'd fed that mechanic into some of the herbs. So if you take spoilers, them, you'd have visions. But spoilers. That, that's why I made a visions pack. Uh, and then basically the other thing was just doing like a, a plot. So part of the plot was we had ideas, me and Phil and. Uh, Tom and Caitlin about where we kind of wanted the plot to go, what kind of event we were going to try and run, mm-hmm. uh, and it was kind. Of, it, it got more combatty as it went on, and things got fed in. We got a bit more ambitious with the ideas. Um, originally, it was literally just going to be a, so, a complete social event, right, with just some like loose RP chatty stuff. But actually, we it ended up that doing a bunch of other things. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. And the other cool part of that. Uh, which is a massive feed into sort of for me pretty crazy event later in the event was the idea of actually asking the players is there any rumor about you essentially that you want put into the player packs and seeded so i did this like an open post to everybody some people got back in touch and this basically meant that everybody in their player packs got like a it was like a note. This is what you know, kind of card basically. Yeah. Uh, and so certain people knew certain things. And we should. Yeah. But th- but that was a real fun thing to do. But the idea that people actually offered up things for their characters to be seeded into these player packs was so cool. Such a cool it thing added, to have in the plot. It added so much spice, right? Like, we'll get to it. Yeah, but there's because, some really... because we don't want to reveal too much about no. what happened at the event. Because like basically between so like Caitlin is like really good at doing like organization stuff right mm. so is Tom as like helping her out doing all that stuff yeah. Phil is all over that game like crazy right and then you came in as like a like a person to help out yeah. along with Robert I think that's fair I think stuff. like yeah it was it was prop making especially in the first event and sort of putting being helping being involved in the production a bit more but then also Tulling together the plot was probably my was, main thing in the first was, event. In the it, first event, it's like any good crew. Yeah, uh, the crew I use the word specifically is like there's a vibe to it where everyone brings their own stuff, and it's like what individually you wouldn't be able to do it, but with the the like the fucking A team, right? You all have your specialized shit, and then then you just nail it as a group together. So doing plot, which is a thing that I can talk about more, is is the way it happened was uh, Phil stepped up to the plate really early on to sort of help out with this and then I said I'd help out uh, and then he basically fired me this draft of what his ideas were for the encounters that could take place 
And these were like combat encounter ideas as well. So that really opened up the possibilities. So that's not something I thought we were maybe going to consider. Uh, but they were like combat encounters and how they, the sort of the loose story behind them, right? And then I did some edits on that with him on certain things. And then I just sort of decided I'd tie a bunch of different plot hooks actually into the RP of the camp to help sort of seed where those things and sort of foreshadow them a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and these things were super minor, by the way, but it was quite interesting no, no, to be involved no, no, in no, the no, process. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm holding back discussing what effects these decisions had because they're so spoilery. I don't want to do it, basically. I think we should caveat a little bit, and this will probably transmit across all the episodes, I'm imagining, mm. uh, is that I think it's fair to say we've entered the area of game and plot where we have to be a little bit careful about uh, what we say for like IC and, and sort of fairness of IC kind of reasons. And I hope you guys will understand that. Yeah, I'm... I'm up to some shit. You're up to some shit. We're making friends and having conversations that are like really interesting. Yes. Actually, have world effects. Like there are loads of stuff that we're like. I would love to go into. Like I, we're probably going to bump into some of them. I'm going to try and do my best. I think we did a caveat before actually when we spoke about a few of this stuff. But... Yeah, I think like that. It's it's. I, you know what? I think we probably will end up talking about a lot of it. But just to fair warning, there's probably some things we we may shy away from a bit, and that's it's for those reasons. Just because, but, but this is a two way street. Right? We're enjoying the game, like as a right. listener, and this is something like these events have been really really cool about is like if you are a long time listener to the podcast and you've mm. interacted with any of us over this time, like it's been so cool. Everyone's yeah. been the best. Incredible. Like, I've, I've never felt like I've been targeted for something that someone knows about me through the podcast, right? Like when it's just been. Everyone that we come in contact with is just really, really chill and really, really cool. So a lot of worries that we have about discussing games yeah. is like that. But we also have to keep like other people's games. And I don't want to give up all of my game because there's, there's shit popping off. The right? reality like, is, right, that like, there is that aspect where we, we need to keep those things to ourselves because they're part of what will essentially make the next set of stories we'll have to tell. Some of them are quite personal. Some well, of them are very personal, honest. yeah. But no, so uh, with that said... Uh, I think we should we should crack in. Okay. Do you want to have a break now and then come back and we just smash out the first one? How are you feeling? Are you are you poised? Do you want to do you want to get stuck into it? I think we can do Thursday and getting there, and then I think that kicks us into Friday when everything kind of really okay. happens. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. I think Friday's Friday's where it is. So going in for Thursday, and I, this is something I think we've learned. We should talk about the previously. location. Yeah. First, it's in it's in like the Brecon Beacons mm-hmm. in Wales. Okay, yeah. that's a long ass way. It's a long way. And it's for also us, like yeah. it's one of those places where if you drive for a couple of hours to get there, yeah. then the last like twenty hour, miles right? yeah. is like forty five minutes because every single road is like a B road. The roads got fucking crazy yes. on the way there. Yeah. Like I drove with Bungle. Like uh, yeah. Bungle drove me. I should say. Yeah. Thank you, Bungle. Um, and we were like, I was literally sitting there going, I don't know, I don't know if Ian's going to make well, it. Well, that's, I have to say, like, because I think this is, like, I think it's safe to say I'm probably the least confident driver of us all, right? I would, I would think that's a, I think that's I a, think fair, that's statement, a fair statement, yeah. Right? But, like, the fact that, like, you were kind of like, like, there's that worry of, like, how could I make it, right? Like, because it was pretty crazy. But actually... Legit, legit my, that isn't even me being, yeah, like, no, no, it's true. hyperbolic. Like, there was a... Um, like a like a, a U-turn that Some fell down a really cliff good, on yeah. the other side, and we came into like we we we, we not bumped into, but a, a, met a car coming the other way at that point. Yeah. 
And we were like, we can't, we literally can't reverse around yeah. that thing. And this poor uh, driver had to kind of, she had a terrible time trying to reverse back and trying to fit in this little gap. Yeah. It was... Sketchy, it was bro. like oh my god my butt was clenched the whole time it was like one of those like oh my god this is how cars get wrecked yeah, no, no, the, and then if you're going to try and get the AA out there is another like and it just turns into this giant incident like and yeah. blocks a whole like it's fucking in the arse end of nowhere okay but the Brecon Beacons for those that aren't from the UK are glorious so they're like stunning they're, they're beautiful like hill and mountain ranges I, lusciously green i'd honestly never been there before oh, and staggering, i, I was it? i was actually i wasn't aware that that type of vista was available in the uk yeah it was it was like because i've seen i've seen different like i've been up north a lot and a scotland newcastle northeast and there's that kind of um, there's kind of fairly stark but beautiful landscapes that you can get up there. Mm-hmm. This was something quite different. It was actually. so it was so like it was a glorious day. It was, it was as well. fantasy as well, right? Yeah. Like that kind rolling of like, hills. Hakinia. I actually got a vibe for yeah. Hakinia, right? Yeah. Like it's... it felt like it. It felt like glorious rolling hills. Yeah. beautiful Old sunshine and like yeah, just just those. And we were like we were basically camped in like. Uh, there were some woods. Yeah, the so boat, the old the, ass woods. Got uh, the stream going through it. It was the Wildman Woods campsite. And, yeah, uh, yeah. It, the 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 setting, the, the the location was just glorious. And then the the, the main camp area where everyone was was like a, a side of a hill, and yeah. there was a flat. So it was on a slope, which uh, was a little bit of a problem. But actually, the actual site itself. And how we had it all laid out was just fantastic and perfect for the size that we did. Yeah, I think it's like I there's i don't think the, the the site was perfect by any stretch of the imagination yeah. through lots of different reasons but it served our purposes incredibly well yeah. and it was also like nice just to go out to that area of the world and see all of that stuff with your homies it's just really nice yeah but the other thing with it all and uh, I, 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 as i was going to at the beginning talk about was the idea of going on thursday and this is something that we did the the previous actual LARP that we went to. One of the best things we did was going on a Thursday, and and the Thursdays fact, are awesome. Yeah, if you can go on Thursday, I would strongly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Just because that extra day to get there, drop everything off, set everything up. So you got your tent, you got everything up, but, all your gear is ready to go. But dude, an extra day is so much more than just an extra day. Yes. It's like it's an extra day of work, which is fine, but food you got to keep that shit fresh for an yes. extra day yeah you're gonna be extra stinky if they don't have like shower blocks change of clothes yeah all of those things are like and also just sheer fucking exhaustion right like yeah it's sometimes I mean, it's hard to I, get some sleep none out. of us had planned for i think for especially the first event oh the God. the level of Celebration, and I was going to use the word debauchery, but I pulled back. It is debauchery. There's no, there's no other way to put it than having a whole bunch of larpers not see each other for that long, especially a lot of our friends and us and us. Like we like, we're party boys. We like to party. Do you know what I mean? Like we have a good time. Um, It was genuinely very emotional. Like that first day get together, the, the family of like just. Well, what's crazy about that that our banner and the people mm. that are within it is I get to see these people I, I very rarely if ever outside of LARP yeah but the, I'm so close to them yes. like it is big manly mega love hugs you know what I mean those little where you hold each other for that little extra second that isn't appropriate and you just let <laughs> each other know maybe a little whisper in the ear as you're pulling away just like great to see you bud 
you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I love you, man. Like, it's that sort of, like, love. Like, it's so good, bro. Like, it was... Yeah, I loved... I love seeing everyone. I feel so lucky to have them in my lives. And just... Also, I think, like... Try not to mention it too much. Everyone's had a shit time. Yeah. No one's had a good time. Yeah. Everyone's having a shit time. And I think a lot of people are trying to be very, very brave. And don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, woe is me to, to your friends when you see them. But, man, there was, like mega feels coming Dude, yeah there's a, there's, a, there's been a lot of struggle right a lot of yep. struggle and and i mean you've had it for, for sure you know i've had it definitely too yeah it's just like it's been tough at points so life has really life has really kicked me in the testicles over the last couple yeah, of years dude. but larp has been and and the friendships around it has been like life-changing you know what i'm saying i don't know what it would be like without it man like it's so this good. I mean, we've spoken about this a bunch of times, but actually, more so than ever, like the value of having taken on doing LARP and the podcast and stuff, yep. the value to me is, yeah. I mean, it is genuinely hey, life-changing. Hey. Are we, oh, is it too early yeah. for philosophical no, conversations? No, yeah, we'll get to that. that. Oh, there's more beer to be drunk before we get uh, to the <laughs> low, low, low. Um, um, We got absolutely fucking shit-faced. To, 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 to take away the <laughs> romance of what happened. What happened yeah. that night was... Oh, my word. A, a group of people that... Oh um, we were like... We, we were ran like, out of beer. We were like... We ran out... To, so, take this... Like, all of us were like... We, we, all, we all had agreed to go to this place for several days. Yeah. And had bought a certain amount of alcohol to sustain us bought, for that many I days. I had bought far more alcohol than I could drink. Uh, well, usually, I would imagine, right? Like, my, my usual... This is an excessive amount of booze. Most of the conversation was about when we first saw each other was, don't worry about a thing, lads. I got the alcohol sorted. Everyone <laughs> felt like Billy Big Nuts, right? Until until that Thursday night came in. Thursday night. And and this is not to say, by the way, that just getting smashed is responsible <laughs> in any way. I, don't, like, I have to throw the caveat like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think, do you know it's... what? I hate the idea of anyone listening to this and like being encouraged to drink because we... No. Don't do it. No. This is not... All, all of it was... Yeah, it's, it's the wrong move. And it's I would the... say... But... I, I think all I want to say is a very brief moment. Like, actions have consequences. <laughs> <laughs> and Callum you know knows that. Are. Right? No, Callum knows Callum that. Knows... And that's all that we need to say oh, about it. Word. All actions have consequences. Oh, like, if you want to... If you want to do that to yourself... And we were like lighting a cigarette which we then set fire to our harley davidson which we are riding at over 100 miles an hour <laughs> off a cliff into a burning fucking oh. viking longboat okay uh, like uh. that was a sort of attitude that we were in was just to <laughs> the hell with tomorrow today we drink and yeah. drink we did Jeez, i, I was oh. I, the thing is because i actually don't drink right like pretty much and it was one of those things where I was drunk after two beers. You and got I stayed that look this... in your eyes. You got that look in your eyes. You know when you're absolutely shit faced, but you operated within that boundary for like hours and hours and hours, right? Yeah. Like it was. I think we were powered by just the the event, mm. the location, our friendship, yeah. and it was just. And also meeting new people. I was literally about to say because uh, the event was roughly about eighty percent. I would say people we knew, and probably about twenty percent people we didn't know. And maybe maybe more, maybe more. But the the new players and the players that we hadn't met before and stuff were just so wonderful. Yeah, I made some were, like genuine friends. This is one thing that's kind of cool about a lot of these player events. Is I kind of just assumed a lot of these would just be players from uh, Empire who had already been to their first mm. Anvil and all that stuff. 
there are a lot of new players joining the game right yeah. now. Yeah. And they are... God, you players kick ass. They are so fucking good. So brave. They're just awesome. They're like out there. They're into everything. They're like... They're doing every skirmish. They're screaming and... They're just... Boom! Like, fuck, they love it so much. I, I'm so, I, the, the new players that I've come into contact with, like, don't worry about a thing, anyone. The future of LARP is going to kick oh, ass. Like, so many incredibly talented people. It's it's so good. Yeah. Like, uh, basically, I camped OC. Yes, that was it. That was... So, normally, we've always camped IC together. Yeah. Um, and I think this... It's, we've reached the stage where the Bell Tent... Is a, is a difficult proposition we with have, the three of us. We in have it. too much shit to bring with us, mm. and there's not enough room in the tent, basically. Yeah. And also, I quite like Dave's personal yeah. quiet time. So, I, and I can definitely see that. Like, I, I enjoy being in the in the bell tent, and actually, with uh, me and Bung in there, mm. it was it was great. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, it was. But I think at the second event where we did the three of us, and we'll get there when we get there. But tangent though, yeah. Kind of want my own tent, yeah. But kind of like the idea of camping OC now. Like, yeah. I'm okay with having a space where I can camp OC and then kind of like visit sleep an IC space and then go. Yeah. But like, have a like bring all my LARP stuff to a certain area, or like stuff I need. I mean, right, mm. which isn't actually that much, and then kind of do it that way, or get my own tent. Like, oh, there's so yeah, many questions I have still. We've got, like, we're going to have to think about a bunch of that stuff. Dude, but money, but money, all of it, money, all of it. Right, like I am winning the lottery tomorrow. So if I if I do, then you will prepare to be dazzled. But um, I have to say the the whole banner coming together and building our camp. Yeah, it is a really nice space to be in. Like yeah. we've got this awning, we've got all the tents that are close by. I've got these kind of benches with these nice kind of cushions on that kind of that that will accommodate like six people everybody's got it like a, a bunch bit of, of chairs camp isn't it it did really and i think it actually became like the sort of the the hyper social area if you like yeah. of the thing and then there was the area like fire as yeah. well that you could go to yeah. but it was definitely a hot spot for coming along and sort of talking to a bunch of people and having a great time uh, so i think like that yes the kind think, of yeah right I think that's really all I've got to I'll say about there. Thursday. I think we are okay, about to kick into Friday. We've been talking just for shy of an hour. Yeah. And we've barely... It's not even begun, folks. We've not even it's started. It's not even begun. So like, if you like, listen uh, to this, then maybe you should have skipped to the next one. I'm yeah, sorry. I've, I'm, assuming the, I'm assuming everything we just did was very rambly. Do you know what? I'm just like, this is... I'm kind of in the mood for this. Even yeah. talking about how wasted we got on, uh, on Thursday night is unlocking demons inside of me right now that I just want to go on deeply like... There's, a lot, to be said. There's a lot to be said. There's a lot to be said about There's... the whole journey of it. Man. So hopefully you've enjoyed or endured this one enough. That yeah. Follow us on the next like, one. What comes next is a lot of fun. Fucking awesome. So uh, join us next time uh, when we will continue with our story of uh, our player events. Yeah, Lock Shenanigans. Bye. We're back.